Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, guys. I'm Lydia. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Adam. Let's talk Hoya. Hey guys! Hello! Hola! Welcome to Let's Talk Hoya! Welcome back! <laughs> <laughs> but before we dive into today's topic, there's some Hoya news. Mm, las noticias! So, Stemma Journal is one that we've talked about. I mean, we talk about it quite often here because, you know, it's a it's a newer, not newer, but it's made a comeback. And yeah. we've been enjoying reading it. And just recently, volume five, number one for this year. So, the, the first, first one the for first 2023. One 20, yeah. It has come out. It has. Yes. And it's a, you know, pretty good one. I know... Last year in one of our care tips episodes, we had talked about like predatory bugs and um, Rebecca Lance goes over all of the different kinds of predatory mites that you can use for your collection. So if you're interested in that, that's a good one. Um, But they also outlined new Hoyas that were published in 2022. There's some photos in there. So it's a good one to start out the year. Hear about some new Hoya to add to your wish list. You know, take care of some pests, especially with spring starting. So it's a good one. Yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> nice. So <laughs> we'll go ahead and link that link that one onto our show notes. Yay. Woohoo. <laughs> Hit the music. That's all. No. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. What's the next news? The next oh, news is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We also have we also have some podcast news. Yes. Ooh. What is it? For let's <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it, guys. <laughs> so we've been doing this for like six months now, right? Oh, oh, about it being our last episode. Yeah. 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 It was. It was nice. Um, no, just kidding. Can you? April Fools. <laughs> Except <laughs> before April, <laughs> do you think people's hearts just dropped? <laughs> no, they're probably like, thank. God. Yeah, I know. They're like, don't oh, finally to laugh anymore. <laughs> Thirty minutes of my life back. <laughs> no, but we we have been doing this for a while, but we also want it to be some sustainable for us and for us to continue to do it. And that means that we might have to. Well, not might have to. We are going to be having ads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I e paying for gas is expensive, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when these girls have to drive to my house during rush hour. But also, we hope that turns into ways for us to bring even more, like, things to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. More ways to engage and things like that that are in the works. So, all in all, exciting things. But there will be some ads that you might hear when you listen to our episodes. Um, And just know that, hey, listening to those supports us and allows us to continue doing this. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks for being kind about it. Yes. But that is all. That was... Um, 
That is. Flor de cera. Oh. Yep. What? What's that mean? That means Hoya in Spanish. Yeah. Oh, you did say that. <laughs> that previously. was last week's lesson, flor Adam. De cera. Yeah, flor Fail. de cera. You gotta hmm. roll the R. Does that say wax flower? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote it down. <laughs> Someone's an overachiever. Teacher's pet. Hmm. Who's the Asian in the room? Or what is it? Tell me you're Asian without telling me you're Asian. Yeah. Okay, so when we first started this podcast, I think we had mentioned it before, like the second episode we ever recorded was like this deep dive into a publication that had came out. Oh, triggered. And I think you I think you've since deleted that, right? Oh, I I think I still have the audio somewhere. <laughs> but I don't know if it's ever reaching the light of day. Yeah, it's <laughs> never I don't gonna edit reach that. <laughs> the light of day. Um but I feel like publications are fun to read because then you can like find out about new Hoya before they hit the market or like just like learn more about them. Um, so we're just going to talk about some that kind of stood out to us from publications um, that we read last year. Yeah. So yeah. from 2022. If you want to know what that horrible episode sounded like, pick an encyclopedia at random <laughs> <reading out> <laughs> yeah. and make it one with really big words you don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> There's something along the lines there. <laughs> yeah, and I agree that publications are really nice. It's especially when you can find them. So now with your tips of like searching a name of a Hoya, then putting either Rada or Simonson or one of the other people who are like really leading the Hoya research. Um, and the newer ones are obviously a lot easier to find. Mm-hmm. But man, I wish I could find some of those old ones. You know? I know. But if you guys are interested in any of the published toy from last year, we'll link all of the articles from 2022 that were published of New Hoya. And they're also um, linked in like various of our show notes from Hoya News too. So. Yeah. And in the, in the STEMA version, mm-hmm. they're linked in there mm-hmm. as well. Oh, yeah. And we'll we'll link that too. Yeah, so. so links on links on links. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody so. has their links. <laughs> So I kind of think the exciting thing about right now is the market is moving so fast and we've talked about how the market is moving faster than science can keep up with. But I also feel like that means like a lot of these published Hoya, like we're already seeing them in market. Um, So what are like one of ones that you guys have seen that was just published last year, but like you're seeing in the market already? (sighs) Well, I I'm lying because I've not seen this in the market <laughs> because I'm not searching the market. But the the one that I was honed in on is the Hoya Paradisie, mm. and that one I remember because we talked about it during the the Tareel episode where Natalie uh, Simonson was staying at Terrell's house to watch it bloom. Mm. And so it was just like kind of a special, it's a special Hoya, I think. But that's one I chose. And uh, the name of Hoya Paradisiae comes from the rainforest in New Guinea, which they refer to as Paradise Forests. Dang. Yeah. Which honestly, paradise. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it is a really like, the foliage is just not very like special. It's cute. Is it? Yeah. It looks just like a regular like tree leaf. Okay. It's cute. (laughs) But the blooms Mm. 
Oh my gosh, they're actually gracing the cover of Stemma's version. Yes. Our V5, volume Mm -hmm. 5.1. But anyway, um, leaf shape is elliptic to Lancelot. And it's got a leather-like, or what? how they refer to it as, coriaceous mm-hmm. texture. So the flower of this beauty is so gorgeous, though. And that's... Drop-dead gorgeous. Oh <laughs> I Like, the bloom I want to see. When I was, when I was like, look, reading this publication and also, like, looking at photos, I was like, I need a Campanulot flowering Hoya in my life. Because I need to witness that happen. Because they're the best. They're the most beautiful, in my humble opinion. They are so pretty. But anyway, the Corolla, which is the outside, because the Toyota Corolla Mm -hmm. is a car that drives outside. (laughs) The Corolla is a creamy white with a slight pinkish or yellowish hue. And the entire margin of the Corolla is lined with stiff but brittle three millimeter long hairs. Yes. And it's only the edge the only only the edge where it like splits open. Yes. That's the only part of the Corolla that has hair. And, and that's I like that's so, so cool. different because I mean, I love Campanulate blooms. Mm-hmm. And none of the other Hoya that have Campanulate blooms have hairs like that. No. Like a Caudata does. Like the Caudata blooms, like those, those ones do, furry. but not on this. And I mean, you know, we heard how Nasley had described it. They're like these big swelling buds, you know? Mm-hmm. So you just know they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but I think unlike the Caudata, I think there's, the Caudata is pubescent and through the entire Corolla. Yeah. But this is literally just on the, just on the edges. It's not on the inside. The inside's glabrous, which I just, I don't know. It's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> um, But... The lobes of the corona, which is the inside, the little star, the little jelly part that everyone just wants to, or whoops. Oop, you better stop slurping. I'm yeah, just slurping. Another. <laughs> anyway, the corona lobes, uh, they're almost, if you look at them from top down, they're almost heart shaped. So they almost have like, they like indent at the end and it's yeah, just so cute. It really is. But the flowers last for about two nights. Not long at all. But no, not very long, but they're very fragrant, like a rose geranium. Or they said, what did they say in the publication? It was a mixture of rose and citrus flower, which I love the smell of like lemon flower, lemon tree flowers and like orange tree flowers. Yeah. Mix that with rose. Wow. Come on. Although I am experiencing a weird flux, but okay, situation <laughs> where I have too many lacunosa blooming. So, and I, I keep weird all flux. of my plants in the, in my work office. So when I open the door in the morning, it almost makes me nauseous when like all of that smell like hits me in the face. Yeah. So I'm like, if more things keep blooming, I'm going to have to like put something outside overnight. And then bring it back in in the morning because what am I going to do with all these scents that are like, and I'm like a person who walks into the Bath and Body Works and like gets a headache from all of those scents. Yeah. So even in an open space, that's, that smell is so strong. Like Like, cause I have luck. Okay. So remember a few episodes ago, I was totally (laughs) dissing on my Lacanosa for never blooming. Well, one of my Lacanosa, my Lacanosa black 
has given me at least 10 blooms at this point. Yeah. Weird flex, but okay. I know. I totally dissed her. And then there was like a peduncle right there. I was like, wow, okay. See, I told you public shaming works. It yeah. does. It does work. But literally, I'll be watering at night. And it and it makes me like nauseous how strong that smell yeah. is. Yeah. Do you remember our first trip to California <laughs> when April gave me that, well, Croniana, super yeah. silver, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a lacanosa, I'm guessing, super silver. And it had all those flowers on it. And we had it in the car. And we got in the next day. And we're like, did something die in here? <laughs> I know. We were like searching everywhere. We thought something or like milk had rotted. Yeah, or it, was it was just so strong. Yeah. When there's so many of them. Yeah. Oof. yeah. But. But yes, I do want to smell rose, this rose geranium. Citrus, geranium. Also, mm. I appreciate that there's a specific scent noted. Because a lot of publications, when you read them, it just says like fragrance. Flower, floral, sweet scent, sweet scent, or you know, well, you don't know what the hell a geranium smells like anyway because you've made that comment. Okay, but you make it sound like (laughs) it smells so good, so I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Yeah, so we need we need a paradisier and we need it to bloom like ASAP. Yeah, but um, just a little further information, and this is the reason I do like publications is the location information because I really feel like it it helps you hone in on your care. Yeah, I think. So it was first collected in 2011 without any location data, but observed usually living in like lowland river Rhine forest. So that's basically like a jungle or a forest with a river flowing through it. Yeah. Um, near That's streams. like a real, like, it's really painting a picture there. Like, okay, yeah. I'm a paradisia. I can see myself right now. In yeah, the just call me Robert Ross. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, um, and it's usually, it's it was rarely seen in dry, sunny spots. It was always observed in like very shady, low, mm. uh, low-lying areas. So Interesting. That tells you that it probably doesn't like to be blasted with sun. Mm. And it probably likes to stay a little wet if it's growing near streams. That uh, soil is probably saying very saturated. Um, but Papua New Guinea's Western provinces, lowland rainforests have been and are being logged. So this species was not found in a protected area. So the data that they list in the publication for, um, what do they call it? Oh, I know what you're referring to. You're referring to the IUCN assessment. Yeah. The provisional IUCN assessment that'll tell you whether it's endangered or, it's the conservation status, so the data deficient, but IUCN. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's listed in there as the conservation status. But that's happening a lot to these areas where they're finding these Hoyas, is that they're yeah. being logged and they're being destroyed. And some of these Hoyas aren't in a protected area. And Paradisia seems to be, you know, one of those ones that's not in a protected area. So there's not a lot of data on, like, if it will continue to live in the wild or if it's found other places it's a fairly new one yeah mm. and that always makes me feel like because like reading these pu- publications there are a lot of hoya that are now endangered mm-hmm. and they're only found in one area and like that area is not protected and that almost i don't know like puts a pressure like if you have this plant to keep it alive somehow so yeah. like when we were talking about um i can't remember when it was but i have the uves rocheri and that's not found in the wild anymore. And so I went home and I cut it to make like three backups just in mm. case. Like, I don't want to kill it, you know? Yeah. Like, what if you never find it in the wild again? Like, it almost is just a little piece of like conservation in my home, you know? Right. I don't know. 
Well, and you think about how many Hoya species had, did we never know about, nor yes. will we ever know about. Or other plants too, not just Hoya, because of But especially what's the Hoya. I know. <laughs> R.I.P. <sighs> I know. So that was my paradisia um research but i love it i really need i really need to to see these blooms and smell them and i need it yes yes and i want to piggyback off yours because the one that i that's just a piggy (laughs) i was like something's wrong with adam (laughs) (laughs) because the hoya that i'm seeing a lot right now is also a papuasia hoya um, which was in the article that was published, the, one of the last ones from 2022 in November 2022 uh, by Mikkel Rada and Nathalie Simonson. Um, and Nathalie is actually like her like specialty area is Papuasia, um, is what we found out like through um, reading about like Toriel. Um, but that's kind of her specialty area is Papuasia. So, so uh, can you dumb Papuasia down for me? What is that a specific like area? Because I know that. This Hoya was Papua New Guinea. So is Papuasia like, you don't know. <laughs> Geography is not my forte. She's looking like she don't know. The The article is, um, so the article that was published, oh that, <laughs> that Hoya that you just talked about is from, it's a contribution to a revision of Hoya of Papuasia part two. <laughs> okay. Papuasia as defined by the WGSR PD, which is the World Geographical Scheme for Recording Plant Distributions, um, is just like an area. So like USDA zones. Yeah, Think of it, it like says, that. It says the anthropology, biogeography, New Guinea and neighboring islands to the west and east. Okay. So it's, yeah, Aru Islands, New Guinea and Solomon so Islands. So it's a big area. Yeah. But these Hoya are found within those in, areas. In the Papuasia area. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Google. <laughs> My geography knowledge continues to expand. Mine's, mine's really bad. <laughs> My geography is <laughs> Okay. All you need to know is Lydia lived in the same apartment all of our lives until she went to college. <laughs> and when I asked her what the cross street was, she was, she didn't know. My girl could have been picked up and dropped off five <laughs> miles away. She would not have made it home. Oh, no. Even though we lived in the same small town forever. Small that tells town. you everything Lydia needs to know about you. You did not live in a small town. Well, we stayed within the <laughs> confines of that small town. My town was a thousand people, so all right. Well, we knew each other and that was it. So our town was two people. <laughs> okay, so yes. So this one. Papuasia. Yes, from Papuasia. Um, Wait, and did you say the name of it yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> Will you land the plane? Gosh. <laughs> so the one that I have that was published is Hoya Lucantha, um, which Hoya Lucantha was in circulation on the market. The first time I ever saw it was late, late 2021. And it was circulating as species Papua. And there were like a handful of different kinds of Hoya that were circulating as species Papua just because they knew like it's from Papua, but we don't like it's not published. There's not a name for it, Uh, but finally has been named as Leucantha. Now, the interesting thing is um, 
there's a group of us who we think we have either leucantha or we have paradisiae. And they all look different. Mm -hmm. So we're not sure at this point which one of us actually has paradisiae. Because the one that I mentioned that I think is paradisiae doesn't look like any of their paradisiae. But they literally all look different. So at this point, we just have to wait and see. So you got for yours as paradisiae? I got mine as paradisiae. Mm-hmm. But it kind of looks like leucantha. Mm-hmm. But then it doesn't. So I'm not sure. And, you know, you can't really just speculate off of foliage, right? Because they're all in different growing conditions, too. So we're just going to have to wait and see what the blooms are before we know for sure. They do have very similar uh, foliage. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really hard to say. But um, leucantha is known to have like smaller foliage than um, paradisiae. It has a rounded base and it has the acuminate apex, which basically just means that the end of the leaf, the tip of it is long, drawn out and pointy. Mm -hmm. But they are very similar if you kind of look at them side by side. So it is hard to say without actually seeing the blooms. Um, but one of the differences that we've noticed um, is that leucantha has a tendency where if it's under brighter light, the newer foliage comes in like red mm-hmm. and then it hardens off into a green. Um, but we don't believe that is the case for paradisiae. Okay. Yeah. So you never know. But the flowers for leucanthers also very pretty um it comes the umbel consists of about like 20 30 flowers so it's like a full bloom and they're inflexed star-shaped flowers and this is one that jesse would like because the corolla which is the outer part um the out the inside of it is pubescent Mm. so it's got a little bit of fuzziness to it and then the corolla um or the corona which is the inside it varies it can be cream to pale yellow or pink white um and so there's a little bit of variation in color there but it's a really cute little flower it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you, Sarisa Samari, for this photo yes. that I'm looking at. Sarisa's out there just getting all of those pictures. I remember us talking about this at one point, though, in the podcast. Mm. Because I said it looked... It might have been our wish list episode. Maybe. It looks like a Bermanica. Like, it has, like, the... Not Bermanica. Yes, Bermanica. Yeah. Mm-hmm, like, the mm-hmm. kind of, like, the eyebrow slash, like, comma mm-hmm, foliage. It's really mm-hmm. cute. It does, but it's almost like more slender mm-hmm. than like the Burmanica foliage. But this one is endemic to Indonesia in the Papua province. And they collected it from the Utaka River and also a specimen from the Bomber Peninsula. So there's two places that are able to collect this one from. Dang. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so it's a river bo- It's a river babe, too. She's a little river babe. She likes to be moist. Yes. So, uh, bombar, how do you spell that? Um, B-O-M-B-E-R. Bomber. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just like to, like, see on a map. Where it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like to do that. Yeah, so it'll be, you know... We'll have to we'll have to see. I either have a leucantha or I have a paradisiae. I really hope it's a paradisiae, but only time will tell. I so, really hope it's a paradisiae too. I know me too. <laughs> so we'll just have to see what happens. But this one is a really cute one to add to your collection. Um, if you kind of are into 
the smaller leaves that are a little bit more delicate looking. But I know a lot of people that grow this one in ambient. Um, so she's a good one. Cute. I didn't it's realize how up. close Papua New Guinea is to Australia. Oh, is it really close? Yeah. So should we go to Australia, mate? And then go to <laughs> Papua New Guinea? <laughs> I mean, it's closer to Australia than New Zealand is to Australia. Oh. So that makes me think, is there a lot of like Queensland, Australia? It feels like there should be some Hoya found there because it's very close to Papua New Guinea. Like, no And if idea. we were all connected at one point before we split off, same lands. Anyway. But it would just depend on who got the forests. Yeah. So. But what about you, Jesse? What's one, one that you had? That really stood out to me surprisingly is a small leaf Hoya. Oh. Um, the Hoya Peltada. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. My inclination is Peltada. But <laughs> she, you can, you can that would be it. if she was from Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> also um, found in Indonesia, North Kalimantan, at low elevations. I think your guys' were both mm-hmm. like low elevation. Mm-hmm. But she's uh, more of an epiphytic climber. Um, so, but initially when I, I, I have seen a few of these, the pictures of this Hoya and it reminded me a lot of Hoya Curtisii. So it's probably one that's not going to thrive in my care, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. but she just seems really, really cute or like a teeny tiny imbricata. That's kind of like what it looks like to me. Uh, but I thought. I really like this one because the bloom looks like Patrick the Starfish. To oh me. my god! <laughs> it, it really does. So not anything <laughs> educational or you know biological that I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing science. I'm yeah. like, oh Patrick the Star, this is great. <laughs> but this is what, like if you like small round yeah. leaves, I have seen people selling this now. Oh yeah. So yeah, I've been seeing it on the market. What's the price you're seeing right now? Um, it's under hundred dollars. Oh nice. Yeah. Okay, I like the way one day we would have been like that. Is so <laughs> She's like, it's, yeah. it's cheap. It's practically free. They're giving them away. It's around a hundred dollars under. But you can get one. It's attainable, yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. If anyone wants to buy my kidney, let me know. Yeah. But yeah, as Lydia said earlier, it's got the small rounded leaves, um, and it was described as growing ad pressed to its growing surface, which mm-hmm. um, just means like it clings to whatever tree it's stuck to or whatever mossy rock, mm-hmm. which I think is really cute. Stage five clinger. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, this one does give me, it, it also gives me like Dishidia vibes. Yeah, that yes. was something else that was mentioned. It's very yeah. Dishidia-esque. And I feel like it could be stuck to a piece of bark. and. Yeah, but the peduncles on it are actually really long. Like this one's got... Interesting. She's got inches on her. Oh. <laughs> you know, which that or reminds maybe centimeters. me. centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of my Minutiflora, which has leaves that are kind of yeah. like this size, but those peduncles are so long. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was, was going to say that too. That <laughs> it was said to be like the Minutiflora. Oh, really? Okay. Peduncles is okay. long okay. and cute. Which right, <laughs> guys, my Minutiflora put out a second peduncle. Oh, and who it, am I? It's Real not. Flex. It's not one of those that has a like bouquet. 
of peduncles. Mm. It's only got two, like one or two blooms at a time. Oh, oh my like God. a single I double. Just yeah. Found the flower. Didn't? Isn't it? And the bat, like the tips of the star, have like little fur. Yeah. Like little pom poms. Yeah. I can someone, like, so can oh someone do a Patrick voice? <laughs> I don't that even know what Patrick happen. sounds like. Uh, <laughs> it's SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> Do a good ocean. <laughs> uh, anyway, it and is it's very, very reddish pink, which we all know is my vibe. Yes. Um. So yeah, this is one that I really I thought was a cutie. What else do you guys want to know about her? Do you think it's one that you want in your collection one day? I do. <laughs> I do. But as I said before, if it's anything like the Curtisii, it's going to struggle bus. I'm yeah. never going to get a bloom. So I might just be like on my wall of shame. But you're yeah. like on round 15 of Curtisii. I think it's still alive. And, and that pot is still alive. You know, I got it. could surprise you. I got it at a little big box store. It looked like it was on its way out. I was like, well, if you're going to go out anyways, you might as well enjoy your last few days <laughs> yeah. at Hoya Hospice de Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> So if your if your peltata is dying, feel free to send it to my house to you know die on its way out. Hola, hoya friends. So we launched our Patreon, aka Peduncle Pals. It's been a joy connecting more with all of you, chatting in our Facebook group, and sharing more behind the scenes through our exclusive Patreon episodes every month. We're blown away by your support, and we're so grateful for every one of you that is joining us on this club. You can subscribe through our Patreon link through our Instagram bio, episode descriptions, or show notes. See you there. Looking to elevate your gardening game this season? Well, look no further than Coast of Maine, your go-to source for premium organic soils for over 28 years. Organic approved and sourced from oceans and farms, their full range of garden and lawn products are designed to restore roots to the natural world. So picture this. You're struggling with lackluster soil, just like I did last year, and your garden plans just aren't thriving. And that was until we discovered Coast of Maine. Their products infused my soil with the healthy microbes and nutrients it was craving, resulting in vibrant outdoor plants that practically thanked me for the upgrade. Omri listed and crafted from natural ingredients like lobster shells and fish bones, their products not only nourish your plants, but also your peace of mind. Are you ready to take your garden to the next level? Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. That's why their products are carried by local retail partners who provide advice and insight, not just found in big box stores. And Coast of Maine knows from beginning to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. Their products make organic gardening simple and approachable for everyone. Let's get growing together. Visit coastofmaine.com today. That's coastofmaine with an E.com. Was there any kind of like conservation notes for this one? I didn't see any. Um, I did mention that the flower is like a pinkish red, red brown violet. Um, It's not like endangered or anything like that. I I didn't see any. Okay, nice. (laughs) But yeah, the corolla slightly reflexed, but. Really, if you look up those pictures, it's so cute. Yes. And I feel like we have to share, like, the bloom pictures and, like, the plant pictures for all of these on Instagram, right? Of course. Oh, my bad. The conservation assessment is that there is no assessment. Okay. (laughs) It's not known. So, yeah. 
Okay. Nice. Oh my gosh. That flower though. I'm just like, I can't, I can't get over it. I feel like she's at the top of my wish list now, even though I know I can't get it anywhere. Is this one though? What was, where was this one published? And was this the publication for Borneo? Yes. Right? It was the first. The public, Bornean It one. was the lost episode. Yes, it was the lost episode. I remember episode. we talked okay, about this okay, in the lost okay. episode. So this one was the one that was published January 2022 by Mikhail Rada Sri Rahayu. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was nine new species and subspecies of Hoya of Borneo. And this was one of them. Nice. Yep. Nice. I love it. Okay. And then... When we read through these publications, undoubtedly there's a ton of Hoya that, I mean, I've never heard about before until I read the publication. And then I'm like, wow, I want that. (laughs) (laughs) What's one that you guys saw where you're like, I've never heard about that before? Well, the one that I kind of like latched onto, and I I honestly can't tell you why. I think it's because it started with a K and I haven't seen too many Hoyas that start with a K. Mm -hmm. But it's Hoya... Karen Jagasensis. Mm, Hoya Karen? <laughs> you know what would be helpful if the I, publications had the pronunciation? Yes, yes. yes. It's Karan I don't even think Okay, I'd but spell you know right. that like 10 of those letters are silent, right? <laughs> I know. I'm just going to spell it out. Oh. oh. Say it Karen Gasensis. Karen Gasensis. Karangasensis. Karangasensis. Anyway, it's named after... This This actually is what I found kind of funny about it. But it basically, the epithet refers to a habitat where the species was collected. But it's originally from the Iban language, meaning land which cannot grow rice. Hmm. Wow. But the Karangas or Karangas is um, a forest, a heath forest. Oh, wow. So a heath forest... For those who don't know, because I didn't know, and I googled, what is a heath forest? A heath forest is a tropical moist forest found in areas with acidic, sandy soils that are extremely nutrient poor. Meaning, that plant is not getting any food or sustenance at all from But she's still the making soil. it. That's going to thrive at my house. There we go. <laughs> this is a Hoya for salty, you. Salty, acidic, nutrient poor. I'm a salty. Boom. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so I think we I all but um it's it's a really pretty beautiful hoya that i haven't actually seen in person but i have seen the drawings um in the publication because it's one of those ones that's hand-drawn but the leaf is a lancelot leaf with uh like the coriace coriaceous mm-hmm. so it's the leather type feeling and in my mind i'm i'm thinking like clemenciorum mm, yeah like oh. the species ace like that kind of stuff yeah it's always hard to tell when they're hand drawn mm-hmm. you can never really know like what it would actually look like which is the sad part i know but here's why i feel like it would be akin to the clemenciorum it is very closely related to the faziana Mm, okay, okay. Um, Faziana, but it has very like prominent pinnate veining, uh-huh. and the secondary veins are also very prominent. So pinnate is like the circular, like uh, something that I can 
related to my collection is like the elliptica where it looks like it mm-hmm. kind of has like abs almost mm-hmm. where it's like you see these looping veins. So this has very distinct veination like so that. Definitely Clemenciora yes, and Ache like, vibes, that prehistoric oh my look. Gosh, yes. And you are into those prehistorics right now too. I so. am. My Clemenciora is growing. Like that like, little oh. drippy um, IG reel <laughs> that you made today. Drippy drip drip juice juice. <laughs> Just drippy drip juice juice. Okay, sorry. You if it ain't it broke, wrong. don't fix it. If it ain't, <laughs> no, it's if it, if it ain't fixed, don't. No, you said it right. Dang it. <laughs> we need these like written on a whiteboard here because <laughs> we're going from bad to worse. Oh, man. But the flowers of this one are pink or kind of a dull violet color with a reflex Corolla. Ooh, and the outs- violet. The outside is Glabrous, which means just like smooth, but mm-hmm. the inside is pubescent. Oh my god! Yeah, violet. I know there's not many Hoya that are out there that have purple flowers. You yeah, know? that's why I'm so obsessed with the Medinelli Folia, and I want it to bloom because it has like that purple mauve like color. Oh. I know it looks like a little purple creamsicle. Well, whatever. <laughs> we know we know what Lydia's thinking about the Ice popsicles cream. we didn't yes. let her get. Although uh, we we didn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> so this location it's found in low open Karangas forest with lots of orchids and herb undergrowth. Oh, so it's kind of like just dabbled in between the orchids and the herbs. I mean, can you imagine walking into a forest filled with orchids? Oh my god! And that's out there in the world, obviously, because that's where this is found. But yeah. like, yeah. I just I can't picture it. That's just crazy. Like orchids growing out of the ground. Like yeah. Ooh. The closest thing we have is Landy's orchids. Yeah. <laughs> which, that, was, that place which was. Is a, it, a, phenomenal. B, like commit a whole day because it's a lot. It is a lot. A lot. We didn't see it all, huh? No. no. We missed like three or four rooms. Yeah. Wow. But, um... Conservation wise, mm-hmm. this is found this was found in a protected habitat in Brunei, but the other two locations in Sabah and Sarawak, yeah, that's my foot you're playing with, Jesse. Um, they do not <laughs> the other two Sabah and Sarawak in um, they do not live within protected areas and they're at risk of their habitat destruction wow. as you know all of these Hoyas are. Chair face emoji. I know Chair face emoji. But the unique thing about this one is it's found in a montane heath forests. Mm. So what that means is even though it's in the underbrush, like it's on the like the ground, mm-hmm. the montane is like it's it's higher up. The elevation that this one grows is higher up. So this one, I would probably refer to it as like a cool growing Hoya. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. it's higher elevation. That means it's going to get colder at night and it'll warm up. But mm-hmm. the... the, the there's a more drastic difference in the in the temperature. the temperature. Yeah, and you know, for some of these that are in like endangered or like unprotected areas, and I've never seen this one in the market. It almost makes you wonder, like, are we ever going to see it in the market? I hope so because you know? it sounds. I hope so, but not from it being completely like poached or anything poached and yeah. eradicated from nature like if yeah. someone already is cultivating it and then puts it into the market like that would yeah. be awesome but yeah definitely like not if a botanical garden could do that that'd be awesome yeah mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i do wish that there was a better photo of it you know i yeah. wish there was like an actual like 
IRL photo. Yeah, yeah, 100% feel that because the one that... You know, I didn't even... I didn't even search a hashtag to see if it if, if it was out there somewhere. Mm. Wow, fired. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, but was that all for yours? Yeah, that's all I have on the okay. The Karen Gasensis. I love it. Karen I love Gassensis. it. So one of the ones that I wanted to talk about. And when I read this publication, it was the first time I ever heard about it. And I've never seen it anywhere. I tried pulling up pictures of it. Like the only picture out there is the hand-drawn picture. And it's Hoya Domeensis. D-O-M-A-E-N-S-I-S. Domeensis, I think. But this one is a Hoya from the article published in November of last year by Mikkel Rada and Nathalie Simonson from Papuasia. Um, and this one they say is similar to Hoya Polcella, which reminded me of Coachella. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. But I've also never heard of Polcella, so I looked it up, and all I was able to find was the herbarium sheet, oh, where, goodness. you know how it's, like, yeah. busted, crusted, they, like, <laughs> slapped the dead plant, like, taped it onto the, yeah. you know? Yep. Um, but part of a lot of the Hoyas that were circulating around as species Papua, a lot of them have been named now, and one of them is IM08, which I've talked about before, and it has, like, smaller, round-type leaves, kind of like the peltata that mm -hmm. you were talking about um, and it reminds me a lot of that so they're saying it's similar to that in that the flowers are really similar and a lot of like foliage characteristics but it's different because the domaiensis the leaf size is actually larger and the texture is different because it's pubescent so oh, it's a little fuzzy. Like I know. Cute. But you can't really tell because it's like hand drawn, you know? Yeah. Little pom poms. So, yeah. So that's a little sad. But by the hand drawn picture, they put like um like a little ruler marking on there. So it's about three centimeters in size. So it's not a very large leaf by any means. Um, but it's pubescent all around. So on the top of the foliage, on the bottom of the foliage, kind of makes me think like maybe how Lauterbachia is, oh. you know? We know how much Jessie loves a Lauterbachia. Gosh, she just like wiped it all over her face 24-7. <laughs> I did. Uh, but the base. Like a squishmallow. <laughs> squishmallow. Oh my gosh. But... I think this one is like a thinner leaved Hoya, which is what draws me towards it because, you know, I'm a thin leaf girl. Mm -hmm. um, but the base is a little bit rounded. And once again, this one has the cuminate base, which means that the tip of the leaf, it draws out to that like long pointed tip. But it's not like a narrow leaf like the Leucantha or the Pyridiceae that we we're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's like a wider leaf. Almost like the Brahmanica, but a little bit wider is okay. what I could see by the drawn picture. So more drastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bit of like a, you know, if my boy had a thicker mustache and could really grow it out, then that's what it would look like, you know? Yeah. 
That's what I was thinking. <laughs> wow. But the reason I think that it might be a center leaf toya is because it has the campanula blooms. Mm. Uh, and a lot of those thin yes, leaf toya that too. I love have the campanula bloom. But this is very akin to like the Mapijera that only puts out a single um, bloom each time because it's mm. one that just puts out a single bloom. And oh my gosh, this flower, by what I could see on the drawing, is beautiful. It's supposed to be a creamy white Corolla, which the Corolla is outside. And the inside or like the edges of the Corolla can have, it said, a slight pinky brown flush. Mm. And I was like, ooh, that looks cute. That sounds cute. Oh. I know, but it looked campanula, but it looked like the ends kind of fluffed out a little bit, like a little collar, mm. you know? So it just looks really adorable. I wish there was an actual picture of it, but I think there's a reason why there isn't. Because it says that this Hoya, there was only one type specimen that was collected and it was 60 years ago. And they named it after where it was collected, which was West Dome, Oro Province in Papua New Guinea. And that's the last time it was found. Mm. So I don't, I, I feel like this is one like someone collected it. Killed it. <laughs> and then that was the last one. And now there's no more out there. Yeah. The veining on this looks very similar to that one, the Kerrigan, yeah. where yeah. you have the pinnate kind of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'm wondering, is it, you know, our little busted crust of herbarium sheet the end and we won't ever get to actually see this one? I hope not. I feel personally attacked when you say busted crusted. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's growing a whole set of herbarium sheets. Yes. <laughs> But they said that this one, the most unique characteristic about it is the corona lobes. The corona is the inside of that Hoya flower. Most Hoya that we know, the corona is like fleshy and opaque. But they said this one's completely translucent. Ooh. Completely translucent. And that is unlike any Hoya that you usually see for the corona. Jesse the coronas. Jesse and I are like, Ooh. <laughs> It felt like um, Toy Story where, the, where he goes into the little alien. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, translucent. I can't even imagine what that looks like because just um, fully clear. Because the Bella is kind of like see through, but it's pink, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Whoa. So I'm we need to find this one. I know. But if they're saying that the only type specimen that they have was the one collected 60 years ago. Let me get on my then Maybe someone has it. Maybe someone has it. Maybe it's a lot. Then how the heck would they have made these drawings? Because this, whoever X, Y, low is, yeah. they do incredible botanical drawings. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, like, does that mean that it made it onto a herbarium sheet? Or did someone, like, preserve this? Yeah. Because it doesn't, it doesn't actually um, specifically say, you know? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. So I added it to my wish list. <laughs> But my, girl, my girl's waiting for when they invent a time machine. <laughs> she can go back in time with a, what's his name, Doc Mustafins. <laughs> what's the time machine guy's name? Uh, are you talking about Back to the Future? Doc McStuffins? I don't know what his name is. I don't know what porn are you watching. <laughs> no. Just the almost Was that a... <laughs> but anyway, she's a... Uh, She's waiting for... Doc, okay. Just say Doc. McDoc. 
to get here with his time machine. It's Marty McFly, but it's not Doc <laughs> it McFly. So- but we'll at the very least share the link where you can see the drawn, <laughs> yes. you know, because it's it's still worth seeing and it looks adorable. Like I can just imagine what it looks like. I know a part of me is looking at this like, oh, if that's like, you know, a, a thicker leaf, that'd be gorgeous. But then I know it's a thin leaf. So like these veins aren't going to be as. I know. Unless uh, I'm almost thinking. So there is a Hoya from Cagayan called Cotton Bale. Cotton bale. Gosh, cotton bell that cotton I recently bell. acquired. And I'm thinking maybe it looks kind of like that. How many Hoya have you been acquiring? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I went and bought two new IKEA shelves. The limit like, does not exist. No, the limit does not exist. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Ooh, this cotton bale. Isn't it cute? It is cute. <laughs> It kind of, it kind of, you can, can you kind of see the vibes yeah. being similar? Yeah. 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 So we'll see. But what about you, Jesse? The one that I picked, I picked only because when I read it, I was like, oh, there's a Hoya Lidiana. And what? then I read it closer and it's Hoya Little, Little Lana. But it sounded like, it looked like Lydia to me, like at first glance. <laughs> oh, it's because you love me. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I, uh, Mama what? <laughs> Wait, what anyway. article is this one from? Volume sixty-seven, two thousand and two. Uh, it's Hoya Little La- Little Anna. Little Lana. It's from Simonson and Rada. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um. Anyway, it is similar to Hoya Onichoides Onichoides, which I have in my collection, and I had to get Adam a cutting once. The new vine keeps going. Anyway, and this one is similar to the only tree. This has a claw-like um, bloom on Ooh. it oh, yeah. um, with the oblong corona lobes. Uh, but the only difference between this and the only choidus is that the um, pubescence of the corolla is very different. Um, so like literally you could see them and be like, oh, that's the same plant. But then if you look at the Corolla, the pubescence is completely different on both of them. Mm, This is definitely your kind of Hoya. Yeah. The leaves are big. The blooms are big. Everything big. Um, and the color. And the color is very like hot pink purplish. Mm. And then the, you know, the center of it goes white. Um, but the picture that Stemma... I mean, that the Swedish Hoya Society published on this one, it was actually taken by Toral. So I was like, oh, when I saw that. Really? Yeah. Aww. It was photographed by the late Toral Nihus. So that felt like a little ding of connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was the Hoya name was actually, it was named after David and Iris Marie Little of Australia. And David Little apparently was a keen plant collector, grower, and amateur scientist. And, um, yeah, him and Iris, Iris Marie, mm-hmm. they ran mm-hmm. a plant nursery. and Which there is a Hoya Iris Marie named after her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and then they have a, they have a bunch of, uh, like, isn't the, the little ascension number IML? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense because... On our wishlist episode, you had said that you really wanted a Hoya Stenake. Mm-hmm. And this Lidliana 
is very similar to that it says on here. Yeah. But did you know that they improved the name Stenaki? What does that mean? They now it's called Hoya Stenoki. Oh. Okay. No, I did not know that. <laughs> it says Hoya Stenoki. Name improved. Originally Hoya Stenaki. Yeah. Weird. The anyway, things you learn. These flowers. Yeah, they're like the giant claw machine, right? That is definitely. You and I have such different tastes. Yeah, and there's Hoya. a Hoya for everyone. That is true. <laughs> I would not want this Hoya. Yeah, really? because that the, those flowers like that creep me out. You know what the other thing that reminds me of? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Pan's Labyrinth? What labyrinth? No. Pan's labyrinth? Uh-uh. But there's David this Bowie. thing that comes out and it's got the hands oh, and the, the hands, eyes. Yes. It reminds me of no, those hands. No. It reminds me of a Star Wars ship. Okay. Um, I was literally nerd, so I about to say, like, I could imagine me just, like, walking into my plant room and then, like, these would bloom and then they would just, like, come after me. That's the vibes it gives me. <laughs> Very creepy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Actually, maybe I'm thinking of Battlestar Galactica ship, but either way... Nerd. Yeah. Hashtag nerd. So this <laughs> Hoya is found in the easternmost part of the Milne Bay province of Papua New Guinea only. And other trade collection number it's known under is SV416 and SV441. Um, and the conservation status of it is critically endangered. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. So if you have one, give me. Just kidding. Liliana, I saw one of these, someone selling one of these, but I didn't pay like super close attention to it just because, you know, it's not one that I'm actively trying to add to my collection. But next time I'll check for you. Yeah. I love that. Aww. Well, that was fun. I love reading through like these publications. And honestly, there were like five other ones that I added to my wish list. And I kind of almost feel guilty though adding them to my wish list because then you'll look on there and it says like endangered or critically endangered or you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't want to like put names out there or seek these out in fear that they're going to like be poached or it's going to cause like more issues in nature. Mm -hmm. But really when I'm looking for them, I'm just hoping that somebody at some point maybe had acquired it and is now cultivating it to share it, you know? So, yeah. or even those to preserve are my hopes. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like a preservation type of thing. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. Or if anything, just to like, keep the memory of it alive the fact that it did exist at some point yeah. yeah that i think that in and of itself is a cool thing yeah absolutely absolutely but we hope to share more um like hoya publication information just like this like chatting about ones that stood out to us and that we enjoyed so like let us know if you guys like hearing content like this um because we're trying to find like whatever you guys are interested in but what seems the most approachable to you guys too yes yeah. mm -hmm. yes yes i say see <laughs> But also, guys, I'm shocked. There's not a publication out yet for 2023 by like Mikkel or Nathalie or Suri Rahayu. Okay, well, Nathalie's been through some trauma. Oh, I know. Yeah, everybody's been. But Mikkel, Rada, what the hell are you doing with your life? 
feed us, daddy. He's going to be like, okay, you think it's that easy? Come on over and do it yourself. I know we had a manifestation episode and I should have put it out there then. But ever since, you know, like we heard about Terrell's passing and honestly, like she's still such a huge icon in my life. And I really wanted to meet her one day. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, how amazing would it be if like, Mikkel came on here, or Natalie <laughs> no, came uh, on here. That dude. would be amazing. It would be, but I don't feel worthy. I don't either. But just to like, you know, like, yeah, ha- like just to like have that presence would be freaking amazing. It would be really cool. It would be shoot for the stars, babe. We yeah, can, but I definitely wouldn't dream. feel worthy even talking to them. So. Yeah, I totally get it. But anyway, so yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode and, you know, show notes, we'll go ahead and link all of the publications that I came out in 2022. If you guys want to take a peek sees and take a look at them. Um, and Jessie, if yeah. where can we find the show notes? In the link in her <laughs> bio on Instagram. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Link in the bio. And in the description of the episode. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everywhere. And if you guys are enjoying this podcast on Apple, you can leave us a review. And on Spotify, you can rate us by mm-hmm. stars. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. By stars. Yeah. By and stars. you can always jump into our DMs with pictures of Hoyas and Blooms. <laughs> but I've reached my limit. <laughs> <laughs> Do not ask me. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. (laughs) But I am the person who more is on the inbox, and I am not the person you want to go to for care (laughs) advice. (laughs) So to protect Lydia's sanity, we will be taking a step back from plant care advice through Instagram DMs. Sometimes, I'm sure we'll open up our like questions box, or maybe we'll have episodes specifically on care, but that... Like, guys, everything dies in my house. I'm not the one <laughs> answering those questions. Well, and also we would like IG to just still stay fun and enjoyable and like sharing and, and swapping like photos and all yeah. that stuff. And sometimes when there's a bunch of DMs asking for care advice, it turns into a chore and it turns into not fun. Yeah. And we don't want those feelings. So. And I'm lazy. So there's all of that. <laughs> But we love the community that we have on Instagram and getting to just like chat with you and like see the tags that you guys tag us in um, and seeing like what's growing in your collections and things like that. And hopefully in the future, we'll be able to um, have an area where we can connect more on like care tips and helping you guys with things like that. Um, So stay tuned for something like that in the future. Yes. Yes. But don't forget to give us a follow. Now that we've talked about Instagram, we've we've uh, talked about, but we didn't even tell you guys what our Instagram yeah. is. It's <laughs> at let's dot talk Hoya, and then you can also find follow us individually. I am at not dude. I'm at the green plant dot az, and I'm at peritosi plants. Adios. Annyeong. Bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.